Hey everyone, Mark and Steve here. Before we get started today, we want to let you know about Dare to Connect, our new online interactive video platform. For less than the cost of a therapy session, you and your spouse get live access to both of us three times a week. Each 30-minute live group support session provides interactive mentoring and healing for addicts, spouses, and couples. If you're loving our podcast and our unique style of bringing you recovery, you're going to love Dare to Connect. To learn more, go to daretoconnectnow.com. We're looking forward to seeing and working with you. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Moore. And I'm Mark Castleman. We know the pain and heartbreak of porn and sex addiction. And we know the triumph of breaking completely free. Every day, we help our clients find hope and healing. Join us in the fight to take back your life, your marriage, and be stronger than ever. This is the PBSC Squared Podcast. Morning, everybody. Steve and Mark here coming at you from the PBSC podcast today. It's a happy, uh, I guess it's too late to say happy new year now. We're a couple weeks in. Oh, yeah, we're so, way in. That's, that's, I was going to say happy new year, but that's that we're, is now belated. We are past the halfway <laughs> January point. Yeah, it's true. Gosh, the year's already already flying by. It's good to be uh, good to be with you guys today. We've got uh, a good topic for today that uh, is a little bit of a shift from stuff that we've been doing of uh, in recent uh, recent weeks. Uh, last week, if you recall, we just wrapped up a two-part series on uh, betrayal, and uh, this week we wanted to talk about this concept of entitlement mm. as it applies to uh, addiction, right? And uh, entitlement's an interesting word, you know. As I as we were getting ready for this today, I I thought I I kind of thought about not any one one client in particular. It was almost more thinking about myself. I I remember being in that addict, you know, mindset and in that place of there were times where I legitimately, I think Mark had convinced myself more than I'd probably want to admit that I was somehow actually deserving, right, of acting out or being or actually entitled to like this was something that was my, I guess my right, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, or 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 what have you, which is a really yeah. I mean, I, I I I don't think I stayed there very long, but I I'm sure I visited the, that place and and definitely skirted it. I mean, especially from that excusing place. I think all of us, I I don't know that you can carry on an addiction right without some degree of thinking that this is somehow okay, you know. Or well, and, and as and as people are listening to this podcast, it would be really easy. Like I remember back to my addiction years. If I'd have heard what you just said, I would have been like screw you and would have turned off the podcast. <laughs> it's like, mm. <laughs> right. We, we immediately go into, you know, beating up the addicts again. Okay. Let's get out our whips and start whipping the addicts. Mm, yeah. But if you really stop and, and step back and try to try to receive this in the way we're intending it, there are lots of ways <clears throat> that we in addiction feel this sense of entitlement, right? There are ways that we, make some make excuses there are ways that we enable our continued addiction behaviors yeah. and that's not to that's not to beat us up or to tell you know say we're broken weak perverted you know loser idiots 
It just means that there are a lot, a lot of reasons in our daily lives that are a part of us, our, our um, survival, coping, you know, that, that fight, flight, or freeze part of our brains, lots and lots of reasons that part of us can come up with why I have to act out in this addiction, why I can't let go of it why there's no other solution for me. There's lots of lots of reasons why we become entitled. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you don't just take it and make it an automatic thing of shame and dismiss it because, you know, we're, we're beating up the addicts again because we're using the word entitled. No, there's, there's lots of very legitimate reasons why the brain will take us there. Yeah. And so Steve, let's, let's talk about those for a minute because yeah, I felt, I felt entitled uh, entitled or desperate, or uh, I had no other choice, or there was no other answer, or this is my go-to place. I, there were lots of reasons why I was in that space, that headspace. Yeah, well, let's, let's yeah. look at them. Yeah, no, I'm I, probably the one that's freshest on my mind. You know, our our Dare to Connect program that we have for couples. Um, we uh, we film that every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, once for addicts, one one group is for spouses, one group is for the coupleship. And uh, this morning, Monday morning, we actually, um, that's when we're recording, we actually recorded, uh, we did an on-site recording. I was at my uh, father's gravesite. The anniversary of his passing was over this last weekend. And so when I think about, and and we had a really good session on there, we'd love for you guys to come check out the program. By the way, there is a two-week free trial. You guys can check out with that. If you go to daretoconnectnow.com, we'd love to have you join us. But um, as, as you're bringing this up, I think the biggest one for me was, I, from a spiritual perspective, right, I really took on a sense of entitlement of, you know, God keeps making these bad things happen in my life, you know, and I and I keep struggling to do good things, but no matter how many good things I do, it doesn't really seem to matter. And this thing makes me feel, this acting out, once I discovered acting out, this makes all those net bad feelings go away. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. so... um I don't have a better way to deal with this. And even though I was raised in a, in a paradigm where that was quote unquote wrong, and we won't talk about the right or wrong quote unquote today, but even I was, I was raised in a paradigm where that wasn't generally acceptable. uh, I use that as a way to, to, to feel, I guess you could say entitled, right. Uh, To that behavior. If I, if my dad was around, I wouldn't have to cope with these things, but I have all these hard feelings and no one to turn to. So this is what I do now. Yeah. And that was, that was a a gigantic reason for me for decades was I just felt like there was no other way for me to cope with all the hard stuff in my life. Right. I've tried to cope. I've tried to use, I mean, I remember the endless, for example, purchasing of positive mental attitude programs and, you know, the big, the big joke I have, you know, if you look at my shelf, it was filled with the next magical program that was going to save me from all of this hard stuff in my life. Yeah, but it just kept failing, and it kept not being the magic solution, and not working. And where would I end up going back to every single time? Back to my tried and true, reliable, powerful, instantly accessible outlet, which helped me to feel better for a moment. So I didn't have any other way to cope with hard stuff. This was it. Yeah. So therefore, I'm entitled to go do it because there's nothing else. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and in my case, and maybe some guys can resonate with this. I know this is really twisted thinking that I, Steve's throwing himself on the table here, but for an addict, sometimes this kind of stuff makes sense. You know, I, 
I, uh, I mean, it really, in a way, as I look back, I didn't see it at the time, but it kind of was a way to, I don't know, give, give God the one finger wave. Oh, sure. You know, for lack of a better term. You yeah. Know, it was just like, you know, this is, I deserve this because you've screwed me over, you know, and, and I don't have what I, I don't have what I need and I keep getting, you know, the shaft. So forget it. Like, yeah. this is what I'm doing now. Yeah. You're going to treat me like this. I'll show you. Yeah. I'll, go, I'll go find my own solution because I can't count on you. Absolutely. Well, and, and I know that this is an issue, you know, for many of the guys listening. I, I, I think many of the, I know many of my clients over the years, at least at times when they've gotten in that headspace where they're feeling a lot of pain or when they feel like they're being, you know, they've been hurt or wounded in some way or another, they've used acting out, you know, you know, be it with a spouse or otherwise, well, this is how I'm, I'm going to, you know, show you. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, or, or at least not even show you, but, you know, in a more vulnerable, distorted way, it's not still not vulnerable, but I want you to feel what I'm feeling. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yep. Oh. Yeah. And we, you can see entitlement, um, be flooded by resentment really easily. Yeah. Lots of roads that this can kind of come uh-huh. from. Right. And another one, you know, another one that I hear a lot from guys I work with, <clears throat> and I was in this, I, I found myself in this quite often. My wife, my wife isn't sexually responsive. Mm, she's not yeah. giving, she's not giving me enough sex. She's not, she's not doing it in the way that I need. Right. Um, I'll have guys who will say it's just become this boring, this boring missionary position. There's nothing else. And yeah. I just can't live like that. So I have to go find it someplace else. That yeah. entitlement, entitlement comes into the picture with that mindset. Absolutely. So there's there's lots of ways in which this can happen, right? There's so many mechanisms for a good way to maybe look at this too is are the ways in which we kind of quote unquote give ourselves permission, right, to act out or mm-hmm. to carry on an addiction or to mm-hmm. you know engage that way. Um, all of those, you know, all those things are, are are it's it maybe that's a good way to kind of broaden the the viewpoint at it. So the question becomes, right, as we look at this, you know, what do we what do we do with this, right? We're caught in this pattern of of being stuck looking at this from that lens of well this is something i you know deserve or you know this is my state of being and this is just this is me this is what i do you know we addicts is the longer we engage in our addiction and not just our addiction right but the thought patterns associated with it the more those thinking patterns become ingrained yeah they kind of become a reality so how do we how do we break out of it yeah and and part of what you said is i've tried everything i've tried everything to break out of this and nothing works nothing works permanently so it's impossible so i'm just going to settle myself into this just accept it it just is what it is mm-hmm. got into that right hopelessness is a is a thing that gets us into a place of entitlement sure um you know or you know what am i supposed to do to feel better you know uh, or I remember in recovery, you're all, you all expect too much of me. I'm yeah, supposed to journal yeah. and check in as a couple and go to 12 step and do therapy and this, and I'm supposed to do that. It's like, uh, what life am I supposed to have? And so I would start to get resentful about that. Right. Mm-hmm. And then this other, this final one was, uh, I just need to be free to be me. You all just need to let me express myself and be, you know, be the expressive free me. And stop putting all of these restrictions on me, these requirements and what I can't do and what I, I shouldn't, you know, blah, da, 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 da. so yeah, there's like a thousand reasons we get into this place of I'm entitled or I have no other choice, or this is just what it is, or I've just sort of settled with this, right? 
Mm-hmm. So now the question is, now what? If you're yeah. in that space for whatever reason, <laughs> and you have, and you do still have some little, at least some little molecule of desire to come out of this, now what? Yeah, it's a great question. I, uh, you know, I think there's a a couple of key key ways you can go about this. For me. Uh, as I look back on my recovery in the most effective ways, you know, as I look back on all the, the bad ways in which people and myself tried to get out of this, this place of kind of entitlement or deserving of this, um, I think that there is uh, probably the most effective way to break out of this is starting by it's with that humanization, right? Mm-hmm. And that, uh, that empathy uh, positioning in terms of asking kind of two, two important questions. Uh, the first, you know, is, you know, the externals, right? So these people in my world um, and, and, the, and, you know, externals are always a side benefit, but when it comes to authenticity, the externals matter to us. So asking ourselves, you know, in terms of my world and the people that I value most, the relate and not even just the people, right? But the relationships, the goals that I have, you know, my trajectory as a whole within those relationships, et cetera. You know, if I look at, you know, the, the kind of relationships that I'm wanting to cultivate, right. And the kind of person that I'm looking to show up as in those relationships. If I look at, uh, I look at those relationships in the context of this acting out, how does that entitlement or the, or the, the ways I'm giving myself permission to act out, how does that, how does that mentality and the and the resulting actions from it the acting out and in my compulsion how do those impact how does that impact those people and those relationships yeah the 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 most important relationships in my life Mm -hmm. is this acting out this entitlement this settling in for for these behaviors is it bringing me closer and more connected to those people or is it driving driving me or them away yeah it's important to get that real, that raw about this. Okay. It's which direction is it moving me? No, you right. So you ask, you ask yourself about that. And then of course there is the relationship with self. Yeah. Is it, is it, is it bringing me closer to what I consider to be the real me? And I talk with my guys about the, the quote, true self. What is, what is the true self? I'll often, I'll often have them ask a really philosophical question is, which is what is quote, I, what is me, right? Who am I? What am I? And is this whole addiction acting out thing, is that bringing me closer to that or moving me away from it? Right. I like that a lot. The happiness, the connection, the fulfillment, the success, the peace, all these things that I that I that I really want in my true core self. How does this fit or not fit? Yeah. Now here's where this becomes tough. When you're stuck in addiction, and especially with the origins of addiction, childhood traumas, you know, a lot of the ways that we develop shame and unworthiness and all the ways we beat ourselves up, you can get to a place where you feel like this addiction is all that you are entitled to. I don't deserve Mm -hmm. anything better. I don't deserve to have close, intimate, connected, fulfilling, beautiful relationships in my life. Mm -hmm. This is about the best I can hope for. 
Yeah. It's to these sexual outlets, this pornography and all these other ways that I act out. That's all. That's all I deserve. I'm a duplicitous, rotten, unworthy, ridiculous, you know, tried a thousand times to break out of this. I just keep coming back. So all I, all I deserve is to just go numb out. Yeah. This is my estate. This is my, there's, there's kind of that popular way of looking at entitlement, right? Which is almost kind of a narcissistic approach of, you know, well, you know, it's all about me and this is what I deserve. Mm-hmm. But there's the other kind of underbelly of that that we were talking about before, right? Where it's, I, I'm doing this not from a place of like entitlement in the sense of like, ha, huh, my needs are so much more important than everyone else's, right? Oftentimes it's from that place of this is, this is literally what I deserve, mm-hmm. right? Given the person that I am and the things that I've done, and the ways in which I've hurt people, I deserve to just be numbed out and tuned out because- I'm not deserving of those relationships. This, those is, this is the best that somebody like me can ever hope for. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I re- yeah, I remember getting to that place of hopelessness and just sort of resigning myself to this. Totally. It's just like, whatever. Okay. Yep. This is it. This is good. This is as good as it gets. Yep. So yeah, it's all about asking yourself. Yeah. That, that question in kind of both ends, right? Just not just that popular lens, but asking yourself, you know, is that, is that something that I really do deserve? If I look at my authentic self, if I separate my past actions, however grievous or however negative or however bad they are, right? That shame-based self from my true self, the person that I'm trying to become, the person that I am deep inside. And I look at that guy, is it living in harmony, right? And, and can I not I make changes there? Because that's where you have to begin with, with working on this, right? There will be, at the end of the day, especially, you know, we talk often on this program about, you know, the, the moral, the moral question and the limited impact that it has on these types of discussions when you're talking about addiction, right? There are, there are many well-intended groups and people out there who from a, from the best place that they know how, I think will try to impose the, the right or the wrong on this and how evil acting out is or bad or whatever the case is. But, but the moral question, the moral argument, really, in my experience, and Mark, I think you would agree, it just doesn't carry long-term weight. Um, where that change really happens is when we are able to see the impact that it is having on us for better or worse. And then we, and then we start to make changes and do, make new choices and take action from that place, from the, you know, what am I wanting my life to look like? Yeah. And can we get to the place where when we talk about entitlement, perhaps I am entitled to, to some really good things in my yeah, life. Absolutely. Perhaps I'm entitled to have wonderful, real intimacy. Perhaps I am entitled to seek for healthy outlets. Perhaps I'm entitled to uncover and begin to confront and look at the ways that I've been traumatized and broken in my life. And, mm-hmm. and, and perhaps I'm entitled to heal. And perhaps I am entitled to have some happiness and some peace and to feel good about myself. Maybe it's time to look at entitlement from that standpoint, as opposed mm-hmm. to this other traditional way that it's so often looked at. Right? What do I deserve? Yeah. What yeah, do I really I yearn for and long for in my heart? And, 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 and can I have that? Because I'm a valuable, 
uh, amazing, right? Eternal being and person, right? I, I deserve and am entitled to good things because I am, because I exist. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's a good place to start guys. And you, you know, you, the usual tools that we talk about on here, I know they're the ones that are the hardest to use, right? But journaling and uh, connecting with people that you trust and really starting to flesh this out, you know, and examining this, you know, am I, you know, are there areas in which I do exhibit this quote unquote entitlement, either through that popular lens that we talk about often or through the ones that we, the one that we just kind of described. And then just starting to make little shifts in terms of, you know, looking at the thinking and, and examining it and, and considering something different. Mm-hmm. What if there really is something out there that might be, that might be better, right? Maybe there's something out there more than, 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 than this way that I've always, that I've always done it. So, yeah, exactly. All right. All right, well, everybody. Well, <clears throat> we uh, hope you have a great day. We yeah. again, encourage you to come over for more in-depth work and uh, to where we really drill down and get into a lot of specifics and, and uh, help people uh, in our Dare to Connect program. Come over and check that out at daretoconnectnow.com. And we'll see you next time on PBSE. Sounds great. Have a good week, guys. Everything expressed on the PBSE podcast are the opinions of the hosts and the participants and is for informational and educational purposes only. This podcast should not be considered mental health therapy or as a substitute thereof. It is strongly recommended that you seek out the clinical guidance of an individual qualified mental health professional. If you're experiencing thoughts of suicide, self-harm, or a desire to harm others, please dial 911 or go to your nearest emergency room.